Welcome to America's Top Rebbitons. May this class be for Rafua Shalema, for Zechariah Shalom Ben Batsheva Simcha, for Romi Liana Batgalit, for Daniel Yitzhak Ben Devorah, and also for Hadassah Bat Miriam. Please click on the subscribe button to subscribe to us on the America's Top Rebbitons YouTube page, or click follow to follow us on your podcasting app so that you are the first to know when an inspiring new episode is posted. I am so honored to have on today's show, Miriam Swerdlov. Miriam is an acclaimed speaker and educator who created a video series with incredible videos that both teach and inspire. And this video series, which has now been moved to a WhatsApp, is called Coffee with Miriam. And I personally have watched and listened to Miriam's videos and Miriam's WhatsApp messages, and I have found them to be both moving and motivational and exciting. I actually really, really look forward to receiving them. And um, I will include a link to Coffee with Miriam in the podcast description if anybody else would like to listen to Miriam. Um, Really, honestly, amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Please tell us more about yourself and what you do. I'm so excited to be here, but first I'm going to do a disclaimer. I'm not a Rebbitson. That's okay. <laughs> I'm a missus. My okay. husband's not a Rav. Wonderful man, but not a Rav. <laughs> and in general, in Lubavitch, I think we have two Rebbitsons within my time. Yeah, Rebbitson Chana, which is the Rebbe's mother, Rebbitson Musya, the Rebbe's wife. All the rest of us, unless we're in a shul, unless we're a shliach, we're missuses. We're not Rebbitsons. And, and uh, whenever I go to, to like uh, these uh, Beis Yaakov events and Rebbitson, Rebbitson, missus, missus, thank you. I'm happy this way. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I wanted to know what I do. Please. Yes. So behind me, you see a map of Israel with camels. Yeah, I do. I run a camp in Eretz Israel. First, we go to Europe. Last year, we went to Prague. Um, all the other years we used to go to Ukraine, but Hashem deemed it differently. Um, this coming year, we are not sure yet, but we take women. The first week, it's also with women and um, a busload of girls, 52. And we go to Eretz Israel, and I love every second of it. I forget how old I am. They don't, but I do. And this is a map that they made for me. One year, in, in, we were in Hebron, Matzah Shabbos. And one girl even said, can you draw the map? Of it? I didn't know this was for me. And I drew the map of it. And that's, I love it. That's what I do. I also teach in Beis Rivka. In fact, this tomorrow, my brain, uh, I'm going to Cleveland, Ohio for a Beis Yaakov convention with my Beis Rivka girls. Uh, there's eight of us that are going to represent Beis Rivka to a Beis Yaakov convention, 700 strong wow. in Yavne, Cleveland, Ohio. It's incredible to get together like that. It's like, wow. Um, I also teach in a school for um, <clears throat> special needs adults, seminary girls that I love. And I speak all over. I'm going to Eretz Yisrael for Yotez Kislev. I'm so excited. I'm speaking in four cities. I'm, I'm like, wow. I still can't believe that I'm doing this. That it's from a little gift that Hashem gave me, I can do this. It's thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. It's so beautiful. And we're so excited because I know you have a lot to share. And what you have to share, it's so, you know, it resonates. When you speak, it really resonates. And we're going to really get into that. But first, I want to ask the name of the camp, because you mentioned that you run a camp. What is the name of the camp that goes to Israel? The girls made up the name one year. 
I'm a, I teach historia. I love history. The name of the camp is YTT, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Learn from yesterday to build a better today, to have an even better tomorrow. Wow. That's a very that's, meaningful name. But that's not only camp. That's you and I in our lives. A hundred percent. Every time something happens, learn from it. Don't make the same mistake twice. Make new ones, but don't make the same mistake twice. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. It's a good, it's a good lesson, actually. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So today we're going to talk about a very important topic. The topic we're going to talk about is actually our purpose and our mission in life. So Hashem, God. Oh, that's all just our purpose and our mission that, in that's life? all, yes. Easy, easy. <laughs> Light topic today. Light topic. <laughs> And so Hashem, so God created each and every one of us with a specific purpose. And there's a reason, there's an actual reason that each and every one of us are here in this world. And it's not just to wake up in the morning, go to work, run errands, take care of the kids, eat dinner, go to sleep. Our reason for being is much, much deeper than that. And inside each person is a very important mission given to us by God that only we can accomplish. So the questions that become, what is our personal mission in life? And how do we figure out, you know, how do we figure out a mission? How do I know the particular purpose for which I was created? And that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Can you please share with us how a person can even begin to figure out what her life mission is? I could only talk about me. Okay. I can't tell you how anybody else can figure out anything. You <laughs> forgive me. I'm not so well, so I'm, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I always loved teaching. I loved being a camp counselor. I also loved being the, uh, I just did an interview for Rebetzin Hecht, who was the head of Camp Amuna for years, and I was in camp for years. And they asked me, what was my job in camp? And actually my first job in camp was the unofficial kokosh taster. Oh, the kokosh cake, yes. Yeah, yeah, I tasted Delicious. it. I tasted it. I was the unofficial. <laughs> <laughs> so I also <coughs> I also like <clears throat> but from the minute I started I somehow wanted to reach and so it started in camp and I was singing counselor so it's another thing I didn't reach through preach I reached through singing and through dancing and through simcha <coughs> and to humor <coughs> I'm really apologizing Still it's full <laughs> season. It's okay. So that's how I started. And how did I know that that was my mission? Yes. Because it worked. Because it really worked. I saw that I was reaching people. I saw that people listened. <clears throat> I saw that my the way I do it is working. So through humor, through, so now let's get back to what for you to do, right? Yes. I'm going to tell you simply, I'll, I'll tell it to you in, in, a, in an anecdote that happened. Neshei Chabad in New York had a meeting of how to speak, to train speakers. So one of the women got up and she said, do what Miriam does, start with a joke. I said, don't do what Miriam does. Do what you do best. Because if you copy someone else, it doesn't come out right. So now about, don't try to be 
someone that you're not. When you start doing something and you think that that's your raison d'être, your reason for being, your Weltanschauung, your purpose, if you see it doesn't work and if you see it's not for you, switch, go to something else. Be real, be real. If, if you're gonna like it and if you're gonna feel that you're doing it well, go for it. But if every time you have to do it, you go, oh, got in Himmel, it's not for me, then it's not for you. Then it's just not for you. Right. I don't know if that helps, but it has to come from your panemius anefesh. It has to come from inside. Let's say you may be the kind of person that you're good at schmoozing with people without speaking. So then maybe you could be someone that arranges things. And, and has people in for Shabbos and is a, a, a hostess at different dinners and things that you can make every person in that. I have a friend who's terrific at that. She talks to people, she makes them feel at home. She makes them feel accepted. She's terrific. That's, that's her niche, that's her raison d'être. And some people are better in a different way. So if it doesn't feel right for you, don't do it. But try. I really like that. I especially like what you said about don't try to be somebody else. Because sometimes, like legitimately, we see somebody else and they're doing an amazing job at what, whatever area it is that they're doing. Some, you know, in spirituality, some in physical fitness, some in academics, you know, wherever they excel. And they're doing such a great job because that's really what their purpose was. And that's what they were meant to do. And we look at them and we say, wow, they're doing so amazing. I can do that too. And then we try and then we fall flat on our face because okay, you're right. You can try. You can yeah. try. You yes. could try. But for instance, imagine if I would try to be a ballerina. Really now? <laughs> why are you laughing? There are certain things that just aren't for me. They're not. So try. It's okay to try. I'll tell you something I tried once. It was a little whatever. Um, you know, there's a problem with Shaduchim. Yeah? Yes. Yes. So um, somebody called me. We have a, a nice-sized Crown Heights house um, and asked if I would host, I think it's over 30 or over, almost 30. Um, I think it was um, six and six, or was it eight and eight, men and women. We have a very nice setup in the kitchen. It's a, an island. And I figured out that if we sat at the table without going, getting up to go to the island to get food. The only ones this man would see is the girl across from him. And I feel bad for the girls down there or the men down there. So I decided to do the food on the island in the kitchen. So smart. And everybody had to get up and go to the island and walk around until, and then take their plates and go back. So the, the idea was great. I did it twice. Nothing ever happened. So I didn't do it again, but I tried. So what I'm trying to say is that wasn't for me most probably. Right, right. It didn't work. It didn't work though. I, I put myself out and I, I did wonderful food and, and the tables were set uh, and it, it was, but it didn't go. There's another woman in Crown Heights that does it and it works. <coughs> so she should do it. 
And I didn't feel like a failure. Not at all. It just wasn't for me. You know, I love that because I love that you tried because I think there's there's a merit to try. Hold on one second. I tried because I do like table settings and food and I wouldn't have tried if I didn't have uh, a je ne sais quoi to that. Yeah. So at least that I love a beautiful table. I, I love conversation. I so I, I had the beginnings. It just didn't go anywhere. OK. I really like that because there is like, you know, you know, we have different likes inside of us. Some are stronger. We have different abilities inside of us. Some, some abilities are stronger. Some, you know, likes are stronger. And I think that if we focus on our strengths, our abilities, our preferences, our likes, then at least we know the direction that we can go in. It may not always work. We could always try in that direction. You know, if you have no inclination, let's say you didn't like to cook or if you didn't like to set tables. Oh, no, don't do it. Exactly. Don't do it. Exactly. Don't do it. If you don't like the kitchen, then don't do that. Do something else. I happen to right. love that. Right. That's why I thought I have the beginnings. Maybe I should go back to do it again. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to tell you something else. Um, we used to go to the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yes. I hope we can go back. Yes. It was an incredible trip. And um, there was one place I loved. Of course, I loved the Altarebbe, the Balatanya, Shabbos with the Balshemtov. Whoa. But for teenagers, what I loved was Reb Zusha. Because what Reb Zusha taught us is, he said, when I die, I don't know if he said those words, nobody will say to me, why wasn't I like Moshe Rabbeinu? They will say to me, why wasn't I like Zusha? So please don't try to be anyone else. Today, there's a sickness. It's an illness. I'm going to show you the illness. This is the illness. Uh, the cell phone. The phone. And everybody writes stupid things on it. I, I don't have any of those. I have other stuff that I shouldn't have. But any of those Instagram things where everybody's showing off and everybody wants to be like her. Look at her. Look at her gorgeous house. Look at her chandelier. Look at her this. Look at her that. And there's this competition of... Be like someone else. Be Stop it. I really, really, really want to be the best Miriam Fegia Bas Yehudas I could be. That's me. I can't be you. I can't. I don't have your talents. I don't have your personality. I didn't have your parents. I didn't grow up in your house. I was created with what I was created. So that's what I have to One Hanukkah, I don't know why I just thought of it, but I thought it's so cute. One Hanukkah, I did, I went to the store and I put into five baskets the exact same ingredients for my five families. And they came for dinner and each one of them got a basket with the exact same ingredient and they had to make dinner from those ingredients. And my sister Leah and I were the judges. They were allowed to use my plates. They were allowed to use my my dishes. They were allowed to use, of course, my stoves and the and the barbecue outside. They were allowed to do all that, but they only had that box. So what I'm trying to say, are you with me on this? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Use what you have in your box. <laughs> Don't like- go to anybody else's box. You can only use what Hashem gave you. 
Okay. So I want to, I want to go a little bit deeper than that. Cause I really want to help people access that. You know, you can only use what you have. What if there's some people like who are like totally at a loss? Like I'm not good at anything. I'm not good at cooking. I don't like to be around people. I'm not smart. I'm not technology oriented. Like how can you like, how can you hone in on those gifts that Hashem gave to you? You want to call somebody else? <laughs> First of all, there's no such thing as you're not good at things, at anything, no such thing. I think, I, just a thought that came to me. Or just, you know, it used to be there were old people in my neighborhood. Today, I'm the old people in my neighborhood. But there are people that really need someone to come in. But not to make them feel like you're a nep case, yeah? Right. But if you could come and visit someone, if you could decide that on Mondays, you're going to visit somebody. It doesn't have to be the same person every time. Just to go visit someone, you'll see what a difference you made in their life. Uh, yesterday, I had a, a procedure on my eye, a laser thing. Mm -hmm. And my granddaughter came in the evening. She didn't come because she knew I wasn't so well she came because she was on Kingston so she came you don't know how good I felt you I don't know how good I felt she was there for 15 minutes I had such a good time and she said Bobby it's it, so good to see you I said you, you don't know you don't know Shafrila you don't know what this meant to me for 15 minutes I stopped thinking about the lasers in my eye and for 15 minutes I was a different person and we giggled and we laughed and and then Mendel came and I sent him to, um, what's the name of the ice cream store on Kingston? Sweet Expressions. To get me, I haven't had that in years. I said, Mendel, how nice. Coffee and pistachio on a sugar cone. Mm, I shouldn't have had it, but it's <laughs> the first time in years. And I was feeling icky. So this made me feel better. Go visit someone, make them feel better. Maybe you'll find out they want coffee and pistachio on a, on a sugar cone and you could bring them that they'll be you don't know how happy I was I believe I was it. so happy and all it was was an ice cream cone and a granddaughter and a grandson all at one time it, it was fantastic you can change someone's life by just being nice to them so you can't do 2,000 people and get up and speak it's fine. Or you can do shiurim. That's also fine. But do what you can do. Or I would say even, how about inviting? So you don't cook well, that's fine. But you're making chicken soup for Shabbos. And you bought frozen gefilte fish. And you're going to boil it. Or you're going to put it in the oven with some mayonnaise and something on top of it. Invite someone. Invite someone. So it's only you in the house because of your life, whatever happened, or you and your husband. Invite that woman. She'll be so happy, especially now the days are short. You can make Kiddush before six or exactly at seven. By 8.30, it's over at their home. She had chicken soup. She had a little piece of fish, a salad. It doesn't have to be fancy. And it could be on plastic plates. It could even be on paper plates. Whatever it is that you do, and, and you can change, you really could change someone's life. 
I really like it because there's such a golden nugget in what you're saying. You know, when you go out of yourself, when you reach out to somebody else, you don't know what profound effect you can have on them. You really don't know. I mean, you're, you're, yes, you're reaching out, but you don't know how that's going to be received. It may be so meaningful to the other person just to hear your voice when you call them on the other phone, you know, just somebody's thinking about me or somebody wants to invite me or somebody wants to get together or somebody wants to do something for me. You know, you never know. We see so many people on the street, you know, even our friends, we go to shul, we go to the supermarket, we, you know, we're out and about. We don't know what's going on in somebody else's life. Somebody could look perfectly normal, perfectly fine, no problem. And you don't know what they're battling with. And then warm smile from you, a hello, or hi, you want to go to Starbucks or wherever it is that you get your coffee, you know, and just that could be so meaningful, you know? hundred percent, hundred percent. Coffee yes. and chocolate, hundred percent. What, you want me to come with you for coffee and chocolate? Yeah, yeah. 20 minutes, that's all. Or I do this with a friend. We walk on Eastern Parkway because we have that here, Bar Hashem, and sit on a bench and knit. We're knitters. Okay. <laughs> we just sit and knit and watch the world go by. And, I, and you just go with the friend. You know what? It could even be that the woman that you call will say, no, I can't go because she's really weary. Right. And she really doesn't feel so comfortable. Call her again. And the next time say, Javi, I, I really, I really want to meet with you. We haven't talked in years. Let's just go to Eastern Parkway. We can get a latte at the corner and then we can go to Eastern Parkway and sit on a bench. And if it's not good weather, we can just sit there for 20 minutes. That's all. Let's do it. I love it. And, and you know what? You could be. I'm doing something interesting this year. It's Shnaz Hakel. So I put away Mondays for Hakels. So every Monday I do a Hakel in someone else's house. I finish school at 11 o'clock. I'm in Borough Park on Mondays. And uh, I've had five in Borough Park, I think, and two in Crown Heights since the beginning of the year. And I love it. And people, just individual people come and they walk in a little bit like this. Because it's, it's not friends. It's neighbors, cousins, somebody. Whoever's around. Wonderful. Yes. It's an hour of getting together. It's an hour of reaching out. It's an hour of connecting. We give stucker. Sometimes I sing. Sometimes we're supposed to sing, but I do this. It's just wonderful. People need that. And everybody that leaves always says, this is so wonderful. Thank you so, so much. That's what it is. Invite two friends. It's Hakel year. Invite two friends to your house. Doesn't have to be fancy. It could be paper cups. It could be just coffee and cookies or coffee and fruits or cottage cheese and banana. I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> you notice I didn't say cheesecake. Right. <laughs> but it could be nothing. But just get together. Will it be a little awkward at the beginning? Heck yes. But get over it. Right. Invite two friends to your so, house to so pay for people plates. For people who are not familiar with Hakel, just can you just tell a little bit what is a Hakel? Oh, okay. Hakel is um, in the base of Mikdash, the year after Shemitah, which is this year. 
everybody would come, Anoshim, Noshim, Taf, men, women, children, and Gerim, everybody, everybody together to listen to the Melech read from the Torah. And everybody came to join. So the Rebbe said we should do it this year. So I'm doing it and I'm loving every minute. I've had some really funny ones. One woman, her son owns a restaurant. So she decided the best place would be is to make it in her son's restaurant. Are you kidding? There were people all over the place making noise and we had this long table. I don't know how I did it, but I give out papers. So it's much easier. They at least had the paper in front of them. So I said something, they saw what it said. And of course we didn't sing at that one, but we did it. And it wasn't women from here. It was in Borough Park. It was all women that I didn't know. They know about me because of Coffee with Miriam. And, and it was great with all the noise, with all the hoo-ha, it was great. And I loved it, they loved it. They only, I don't, I don't charge for this, by the way. They only have to bring me there and send me home by cab, that's it. And it's terrific. Everyone that comes to connect is happy to connect. People I love that. I love this theme of connection because it really, it, it ties to everything that we've been saying. You connect to others by reaching out to them. You connect to others by gathering with them. And you even connect to others by using your own strengths to serve the world. Because whatever your strength is, you're doing it and you're connecting to others through it. Whether, again, whether it's lecturing, whether it's being a teacher, whether it's being a dancer, whether it's even if it's being an accountant, you're connecting to people right. by providing them with your service and your service, your purpose is what you're good at, what speaks to you. And I love that, you know, so but, like, ladies, listen, invite a friend, mm -hmm. do a little hakel. You don't have to call it a hakel. Connect. Everybody yes. needs it. Oh, my God. I'm going to say something embarrassing, but I'm going to say it anyhow. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm out there. And when I finish speaking sometimes or at other times, people say to me, oh, you don't have to be told how good you were or you don't have to be. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I need connection even more than anybody else because I'm so out there. Yeah. Tell me how good it was. Tell me that I made a difference in your life. Yes. Yes. Connect. Invite me. I'm going to invite Miriam. Yes. Yes. To just connect. We all need connection. We all need warmth. We all need positivity. We all need this. You see it? This. We all yes. need that. And we can only get it from another hand. We can't get it by ourselves. One hand clapping. Oh, my God. That's nothing. <laughs> right. You need two. Right. You need another one. Yad biyad is yadid. And hand in hand becomes friend. Yeah, connect with people. Ah, you'll see what a difference you can make. I love ah. that. I love that. And um, really, either in a, in a coffee shop or at home on paper plates and plastic cups, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. No, for sure. For sure. Um, so I was going to ask, you know, there are so many people who have dreams of achieving and accomplishing things that seem so out of reach for them. And quite often, those dreams are directly correlated with their life's purpose. So however, they would need to use the skills that are hidden deep inside of them in order to 
to actualize their dreams. And this can be scary because it means discovering knowledge and skills. They're buried so deep inside. They were always there, but we never even knew those skills existed. Like we're talking about, you know, it's a whole new side of us that we never had access to. And people don't even know how much they're capable of accomplishing because they, they have never put a certain set of skills to the test, maybe because they were too nervous or worried about how they would be perceived. But we are much more capable than we think. And I truly believe that each of us has our own special light to shine in the world. And if we put ourselves in the right mindset, that light is going to come pouring out of us, making our dreams a reality. So this brings me to the question that I want to ask you. Can people really manifest their lifelong dreams? And if so, how can they do it? Like similarly to like what you were talking about teaching, can people really manifest those dreams that they have? Sure. Sure. Yeah. The best way to try is the triangle. Okay, the triangle. Yeah. Try. Begin. Go out to the sides. Start. You know about the fellow who said he wasn't going to go into the river until he knew how to swim. That oh, doesn't make sense. Right, right. You want to know how to swim, you got to jump into that river. And you have to try. You really have to try. You have to love yourself enough to try and do something for you. Not because somebody else did it, but because you did it. And you know what? Maybe it won't work. Maybe it won't work. Right. And maybe it will. So start. You're never going to get to point B if you didn't start at point A. Um, the convention this, this Shabbos, I happen to be looking at this. The, the concept is that the, the the ladder of Yaakov was at the bottom and then it reached the top. Now, a ladder is made up of rungs. Right. You can't get to the top if you're not going to go rung by rung by rung by rung. And then I'll tell you something else. I'm a knitter. Right. Don't ever knit if you're not going to rip. If you don't want to rip, you can't be a knitter because we make mistakes and you have to rip back to where the mistake is. So wow. same thing in life. Are we going to have to rip things? Yeah. Yeah. But you got to get down from the ladder and get back on the ladder. I'll never forget. We were on the way to a vart, to a, a Lachayim, a vart in Detroit, Michigan. Mrs. Aftson, Gasthalter, they called themselves at the time, Adele's fart, and we had an accident on the way. Oh, I'm sorry. A car accident. It wasn't bad, but it was an accident. Okay. And my husband said, I'm getting right back in. Somebody else could have driven. There was somebody else with us, two couples. And my husband said, I'm getting right back in and I'm driving right now. And I wasn't so happy. No, don't drive. You're the one that caused the accident. <laughs> and he said, no, I have to. Because if I don't get in and drive again, I will never drive. Well, he's brave. Not yeah. everybody would have done that. Yes. That's, yeah. 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 Because that's what happens. You, you make a mistake, get back on the horse. Get back on the horse. It's a good lesson. So there's this ladder. You've got to climb that ladder. And that ladder has rungs. Right. 
Right, you exactly. Know, You're never going to get higher if you don't go to the wrong beneath it. You have to go right. right. One minute and you could fall on wrong three. True. You got to get back on wrong one. You you must. The only one that's stopping you is you. Right, by our fears, by our insecurities, right? Mm -hmm. By our limiting and something stupid like, what are people going to say? Who right, right. No, nobody cares, but shh, nobody cares. <laughs> you have to care. If you're doing something for something else, give it up because they don't really care. The only one that should care about who you are is you. Right. And you have to be the best whoever you are. Right. That's really like that ties in with everything that we're saying. It's really, really all about who, who we are and the light that we have to shine and the things that we have to do, not what somebody else has to do. It's really, it all comes back to us. At the end of the day, it all comes back to us. And who always, we are. always, yeah. everything, everything comes back to us. And we have to be honest about it and not make shtick and not do things because of somebody else. And I remember I read a book years ago when we still read books about a fellow that did something for someone and he couldn't wait for the other guy to see him because he had lost weight because the other one told him and he had gotten a fancy suit because the other one told him. And then when he met him and he said, look, the other fellow said, look, what? I did what you said. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. He had done all this to impress him. He didn't even remember. Because it doesn't matter. Because the only one that matters is you. You have to be the best that you can be. Not because somebody else said. Right. Never because somebody else. Never because you saw a picture on that uh, machine. So then this brings me to my last question. And it's probably the most powerful because it's exactly, it's playing off exactly what you're just saying. There's so many of us that are paralyzed by What's she going to think? What are they going to think? What are they going to say about me? It really is a paralyzing question. How can we get women to be unparalyzed, to just be brave, to take that step to do what they need to do for themselves without concerning themselves what anybody else thinks? Oh, tough, but I'm going to tell you what I think. Okay. A few things. First of all, you start a journal, a gratitude journal. Okay. I write in here, I shouldn't, I really should do it on in a journal, but I have in here things I'm thankful for. Well, I walk around all day saying, thank you, Hashem, thank you, Hashem, thank you, Hashem. I'm in shock that, that I was able to do what I was able to do. I'm in shock that I still run a camp. I'm in shock that they asked me to go for Yuteskis lift at Teret Israel, four cities in four days. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm in shock. Amazing. So a whole day, I say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. Write it down. Write it down. So you're not being asked to go to whatever. Whatever good happened in your life, write it down. So that every day, write down five things. Two of them can be the same thing as yesterday and the day before. If you're thank you, thankful to Hashem for your children, write that down. The next day, it'll still be the same thing. Even okay. if you had an argument with one of them. You could still be grateful that you have children, even yes, if you and, and you could say, I'm grateful that I had an argument with so-and-so, but they understood me, or I understood them. Or in an argument, you become closer because then you understand each other. Write it down. Have a gratitude journal. That's one. Two, 
Um, in the Alter Rebbe Sitter, Nosachari, we say every night, I say, I, I tell everybody this, I forgive everyone that angered me or made me minute. And I forgive everybody. And Hashem, please don't, don't punish anyone because of me. And, and I will be better. When you say Kriyashma, say it in English if you have to. But really, really put yourself there. Thank you, God. Thank you, Hashem. We also do Ashamnu. I feel so clean after, after Kriyashma. Thank you, Hashem. Thanks for giving me the chance. And I'm not going to worry about anyone else because I'm not anyone else. I have a gratitude journal for the things you did for me. Thank you, God. And I have to tell you something that I taught my class. I have a class I teach in a place called Machon Lev for special needs women. And I taught them to do this. When something happens, do it with me. When something happens, we clap three times because that's what Hashem wants. When anything happens, because that's what Hashem wants. Wow. I just did a class yesterday in, uh, was yesterday, Monday, two days ago, in Borough Park at uh, uh, Shalhevis, it's called. And a woman just wrote me. She said, I loved your class, but what I went home with is because that's what Hashem wants, because things happen all the time. And just saying it isn't enough. This works. Right. That's what Hashem wants, because that's what Hashem wants. By the way, from you sent me uh, some of your podcasts, and there was one that I listened to that I loved. All of them are great, but there's one thing that I took. It's in all my speeches now. It's from Maryashi Shemtov. Maryashi uh, Darren. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And she said, Godfidence. Yes. Not confidence. Godfidence. I use it everywhere. It's brilliant. It's so very powerful. That's what Hashem wants and Godfidence. And then confidence in yourself. And don't be worried about what, what her name is going to say. She doesn't really care. And if she does, it's her problem. Someone asked me, and I shouldn't get so personal, but I'm going to. <laughs> Miriam, how, how do you get up on stage? I didn't understand what that meant. And then I understood. I'm overweight. And everybody wants to be a size two today. So I tell them, if somebody in the audience, I say this all the time, after they listen to me for two minutes, they're still thinking, oh my God, she's so overweight. That's not my problem. I'm doing the best I can with what I have, even the extra hundred pounds. I'm doing the best I can. That's the way it is. Do I want to be thinner? Yeah, sure. Whatever. But don't judge me. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter. And if you do, then really, it's, it's okay. on the other person, right? It's not, it's not my problem. Right, right. You so, know, that's so powerful. I'm so glad that you shared that with us. Like, I, I can't, I just see, I just see your face and it's beautiful. And like, I didn't, I didn't even know, but that, you know. Overweight, overweight. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Right. I was just going to say, it doesn't Thing matter. Too low, so you can't even see my chin. I got a lot. I got more chins than a Chinese phone book. 
I love that one. I love that joke. Um, you really walk around like this. It's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, it's what you said. It is so powerful because okay, some people are struggling with their weight. Some people are struggling with a handicap. Some people are struggling with a stutter. Some people are struggling with emotional difficulties that are not readily visible. You know, visible when you look at them physically. But you have the courage to get up on stage, not thinking, "I, what is this one going to say about no, the way I look or this?" No, and that? no, no. You have what no. to say? Uh, no, no. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I look the best I can with my weight. I'll never wear something that shows a roll. Right, 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 <laughs> right. I have crazy necklaces, yeah. Right, you do I the best the you best. can with what you have. Yeah, yeah, I do I, the best I can with, I have a cousin who gained 10 pounds. She says she's not coming out till she loses if we haven't seen her in two years. <laughs> I feel bad for people like that. I just feel bad. You don't know there's the next size. I'm never going to go to the next size. Okay, Maydala. Knock yourself out by not going. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Lose the weight. It's true. Be healthy. Be healthy. Lose the weight. But if you don't, live your life to the fullest. Live your life to the fullest. You have an ashama inside you. You have a part of Hashem inside of you. Be the best you can. And he's there to help you. He's there to be with you. That, that's who he is. Amazing. I love because that's what Hashem wants because Thank it's you. so powerful. I'll give you one more. Please. So what? Do it with me. So, so what? what? Somebody says something I love that. to you and you're standing right with her yeah. and she says something not nice. Okay. I would go without her knowing what it is. Right. Who cares? Right. So what? So right. what if she said this? By the way, if she says something, you really need to do something about it, do something about it. But otherwise, so what? So what? In Hebrew, asthma. Asthma. And it works better with, with the motions. right, right, with the hand motions, right, exactly, right, because I mean it solidifies the hand motions, solidify it, and it makes it more powerful, yeah, yes, and it, it internalizes. Yes. I don't know why, but it does. Yes, yes. By That's the way, sure. where do you live? Um, I live in um, Westchester, New York. Ah, so you're right here. Yes, I'm localish. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you so much, Miriam, for joining us on America's Top Rabbitsons. It was really, really so much fun to uh, talk to. Uh, on America's misses on america's misses yes <laughs> and all i told my friend faye that i'm on this and you had interviewed her oh yes she said miriam as soon as she knows that you're not a rebbitson i don't know i said faye don't worry about it don't worry see again i could have said eh, eh. no that's who i am no, because you have something to share. It's, it's okay. Wise Jewish women, whether they have the title of Rebbitson or not, if you have what to share, you have what to share. And that's Baruch what's Hashem. important. Yes. I hope I shared because I didn't I didn't read your questions. I read them, but I didn't really go according to them.